Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Your Best Bet. My name is Phil. In this episode, we're going to discuss some Week 10 NFL betting action and discuss the, the correct betting angles into these games. It's a really important week in the NFL. Got some teams that really need to win to stay in the playoff hunt. I'm also going to give you my parlay of the week, which is sure not to lose, and uh, also a couple props that we like. Joining me on this episode is going to be Mark Beneke. Mark is an old friend of mine who has tremendous football insight and uh, golf insight, so he is definitely going to be a recurring guest on this show. So without further ado, let's get into NFL Week 10. Welcome everyone to the second episode of Your Best Bet. In this episode, we're going to be discussing some Week 10 NFL action. We're already more than halfway through this season. And joining me to discuss some of the lines this week is Mark Beneke. Mark, welcome to the show. Phil, thanks so much for having me. I, um, you know, I think this is a great idea. It's, um, you know, it's a space that, you know, there's stuff out there, but I think, uh, I think you guys really got a, um, got a winner here. So I checked out the podcast uh, on the Masters, your Masters preview show, and um, really enjoyed it. So no, I'm happy to be here and. Uh, Let's get started. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, we go way back. Um, we've had some epic debates. We've had some, about football specifically. <laughs> we've had some epic debates about Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning, who's who's the better quarterback historically. Uh, I, I've joked with you. We need to we need to do an episode just on that uh, and, and do a standalone just about you know that debate. And uh, so we need to recreate that at some point. What do you think? I, I think it's great, man. And I'll tell you what, uh, I'm sure whenever that debate occurs again, I'm sure it will be just as spirited. <laughs> Week 10, uh, man, the season is really moving along and we're starting to get into some really, uh, you know, critical potential playoff previews uh, for some teams. We're, we're looking at some teams that really need to win this week to kind of stay in the hunt. And uh, we got four games that we've picked out, and uh, let's get right to it. So we got the 7-2 and two Buffalo Bills at the 5-3 and three Arizona Cardinals. Currently, the line is Arizona minus 2.5, and, and the over-under is 56.5. Uh, Bills, I have it 4-5 and five against the spread, and the Cardinals are 5-3 and three against the spread. Mark, something that surprised me when I was looking into this game is that uh, Arizona is the top offense gaining offense in the league in yards per game. They're also six in scoring. This is a real dynamic team. Yeah, no doubt. And I think, uh, you know, you, you talk about those, those great numbers and those great metrics. I think a lot of it, um, I mean, falls on the arm and the legs of Kyler Murray. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, still relatively inexperienced. That being said, you know, I, I, I think he is a real difference maker in Arizona, and obviously it's showing uh, with this offensive output. Yeah, and conversely, you've got the Buffalo Bills who have been kind of a roller coaster, and, and playing quarterback is, is a guy that's kind of a roller coaster at times, but 
right now he's probably in the top five for the MVP race, Josh Allen, and he's been terrific the last couple of weeks. He had a couple down weeks uh, there, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, but it seems like he's sort of regained the magic. Stephon Diggs has made a huge impact in that offense. He leads the NFL in receiving yards. Uh, so th- this is setting up to be a bit of a track meet. You got the Cardinals who's, who scored 30 uh, four games in a row. Um, but they've also given up 30 in back-to-back weeks. Uh, the over/under is, is it's a high total at 56 and a half. Um, I lean toward the Bills in this game uh, only because I trust their coaching staff. Um, I, I feel I feel like they're a well-coached team, and I, I'm kind of just sticking with the the Josh Allen show until it it's, it sways me wrong. Um, the 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 bet I really like in this game, Mark, is the Bills team total over 26 and a half points. Uh, just based on the Cardinals defense lately and, and the Bills ability to move the ball, I feel like that's a pretty good, uh, safe bet. Uh, do you have an angle on this game? Well, I'll tell you what. I think, uh, I, I think first and foremost, yes, to, to answer your question, I think it is a safe bet, you know, at that 26 and a half number. You know, when I think about how this game's going to really play out, as you mentioned, um, you know, Kyler's going to put up points and, and the Cardinals offense are going to really keep the pressure on Buffalo at all times. So I think last week was a great indication that, you know, yeah, Josh Allen, he got off to the hot start, couple, couple downer type games there, um, but then really got back on track against the, uh, that, that struggling Seahawks secondary. So, yeah. no, I, I think... Um, you know, I think it's I think it's going to be a great game, as you mentioned, high scoring high scoring ball game. That said, you know, I I just think Kyler Murray's ability um, he's going to make one more play coming down the stretch. You know, and, uh, and I think it's going to be the difference in this particular game. Of course, I love the Bills over the twenty six and a half. I uh, I like the Cardinals here at uh, minus two and a half. Okay, Kyler Murray going to win an MVP someday. Oh man, that's a <laughs> hard-hitting question here. Early, um, no, I, I I think certainly. I mean, you look at him. This guy's got all of the um, all of the pieces, and looking at um, you know some of these quarterbacks that fit the same mold. I think Kyler's different, and you know you talk, uh, you listen to Cliff Kingsbury talk about him. You know, and he's just different. He's got that presence in the huddle i think he's got the respect of the guys in the locker room uh so no definitely i think i think an mvp is in the cards um but you know i I'd, I'd caution you know let's not get ahead of ourselves <laughs> but uh but no the talent's all there the only thing that worries me is is cliff kingsbury holding this guy back and this team back i don't know if i trust him yet as an nfl head coach um moving on though uh Next game that we have to discuss is the 6-2 and two Seattle Seahawks, led by probably the leader in the clubhouse at this point for MVP Russell Wilson at the 5-3 and three LA Rams. Uh, game is currently going in favor of the Rams, minus 1.5, over under 54.5. Uh, Seattle is one of these teams that just plays in these games that are entertaining, they're fun to watch, they're back and forth. They score a lot. They give up a lot of points. Um, they're last in defense and uh, first in scoring. So they, they are they are opposite ends of the spectrum there. And you got a Rams team that is 
really a ball control team behind uh, Jared Goff with the running game and play action. They play great defense. They're second in scoring defense, second in yards allowed. Uh, so this is kind of a, a, a clash of styles. Uh, what's your take on this game, Mark? Man, again, one of these classic NFC West uh, battles. You know, you look at you look at these two teams in particular, um, and then kind of at a in a larger scope, just these NFC West games are tough. You know, occasionally we'll get the slug it out, you know, 20 to 13 type game. Um, and then we'll get, get games that, uh, you know, resemble more of the, the track meet type. I think in this one, Phil, I, I still just do not trust Jared Goff. And, you know, obviously um, it's kind of been a mixed bag with Goff. You know, he's looked great at times, um, you know, other times. Uh, I, I think his weaknesses are exposed, you know, and, and one thing I look at in particular here, obviously everyone knows, um, you know, uh, everyone knows that the Seattle Seahawks secondary can be had. Just take a look at what Josh Allen did to them last week, and, and that was not an outlier. So I think if, if, if you turn Jared Goff loose, of course, knowing their history, they like to play the ball control type offense. That said, don't sleep on the Seattle uh, running defense. And I think that, you know, teams are kind of lulled to sleep, so to speak, with that, uh, you know, poor secondary. I think it kind of gives opposing quarterbacks a false sense of security. Seattle's forcing some turnovers. And I think um, I think in this one it's just going to be that late Jared Goff mistake, late, mm. that uh, that's going to prove the difference. So here I like the Seattle getting uh, – getting the points i'm, I'm gonna go the opposite route um i'm gonna i'm gonna oppose you here uh, i'm gonna take the rams and give the give the one and a half and take the rams at home um you're you're not wrong in your assessment of golf uh he can be had especially with pressure up the middle you get him off his spots and he's not that accurate um I just I, I trust this defense. I trust uh, Aaron Donald, and I think they're gonna they're gonna cause a little havoc uh, and make things a little bit more difficult for Russell Wilson than he's been having lately. Um, so, in this game, I'm just I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with that defense, and I expect like a 24-20 ish kind of game and uh, 27-23 something like that. I'm gonna take the Rams, and uh, I'm just gonna trust that defense. Sure. It, one question, Phil, not to not to take us off schedule here. Let me ask you a question. Um, how much stock do you put into the, you know, good coaching staff? Obviously, Pete Carroll is a, mm -hmm. is a proven coach in big-time games. How likely is it that Pete Carroll is going to drop back-to-back -back games? You know, I think that's something here, too, that, you know, they, they, they travel cross-country. They play Buffalo. They lose, lose a tough one last week. I mm -hmm. just think, uh, I, I think the guys are going to have something to prove come Sunday and, uh, you know, that that's kind of my you know basis on my pick that's fair you, you know i kind of i kind of put stock in, in the rams coaching staff as well with mcveigh and uh they're coming off a bye and uh, i i just I, I like that setup for them um i like that team to be ready to play and uh and let's see if they get out to an early start i think if they get out to an early start and get a lead against the seahawks i, I really like them even more so sure. it's going to be a big game there for the nfc west and uh, it's going to kind of help determine uh, the, the race there. Uh, it's a really tight three-way race. Um, 
Mark, the next game I have on my schedule uh, to talk about is is maybe one that might surprise people that we're talking about, but I think it's going to be a really fun game, and I think it's 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 got two uh, young quarterbacks that are going to be around for a long time, and that's the uh, L.A. Chargers at the Miami Dolphins. Chargers are at two and six, um, and uh, Miami's at five and three right now. the The line is Miami by one and a half, and the over under is forty eight and a half. Um, the Chargers. They they're it's just they're on the edge of winning so many games this season and and they just come up short consistently and it's a possession here or there, um, you know they could easily be four and four something like that and and they just continually are on the edge so I like this team I think they're really close I like Justin Herbert um, they gain a lot of yards they're second in the league in yards per game. Um, uh, I, I'm looking forward to this game. Do you have a Do you have any thoughts on this game? Well, I, I do, Phil, and I think I think you hit the nail on the head. I mean, uh, sometimes I think we, um, you know, sort of fall into the trap with the NFL of whether it's regional bias or what. You know, I think sometimes games like this are overlooked. I couldn't be more excited for this game, and, and I think it's primarily due to Justin Herbert. Um, you know, I personally have not watched watched a full game from Justin um you know that said I think he's literally got all the tools was kind of one of those um you know a quarterback that was definitely under the radar and I think his play has taken taken a lot of people by surprise this year um so you look at the quarterback matchup I'm uh you know super uh super excited for this one I think uh the difference here is just going to be the Miami Dolphins. If you take a look at them, obviously coming into the game five and three, they they went through a quarterback change uh, mid year with with Brian Fitzpatrick playing some of his best ball of his career. That said, obviously uh, Flores, B flow as they allude to him down in Miami. <laughs> is that uh, right? <laughs> it is. It's B flow. It's B flow. Um, that said, Tua has obviously impressed. Uh, impress the coaching staff enough to, you know, pull out what I would refer to as a sure thing in, in Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know, I'm sure people would disagree with me, but um, you know, I think Miami's poised to to really make a run. If you look at this AFC East division, obviously the the Jets are the Jets. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> New England is is still trying to find their way, um, and and Josh Allen, say what you will. I just don't know if, if, if Josh Allen is ready to make that run. So that said, I think Miami finds himself in a very unique position um, to make a run here late in the season at that uh, AFC East crown. That said, I just think that, uh, you know, kind of taking a look at this game, looking at the injury report, um, you know, the, the Chargers, a couple, couple offensive linemen that are questionable to play. Um, you know, I, th- I think there's there's a pretty strong defensive front down in Miami that's that's kind of finding their way. I think they're going to find a way to pressure Justin Herbert, and I think Tua, uh, you know, I think Tua is just going to make it be too much to handle. I think I really really like the Dolphins here to uh, to get it to six and three and pull really mm-hmm. within a game, perhaps. So yeah, uh, the Dolphins have won four in a row. The Chargers have lost four or five. Everything points towards the Dolphins in this game. 
And that's exactly why I will put a, I will put a sprinkle on the Chargers money line. Um, I think they're due to win a game like this. I, I don't want to say it's smoke and mirrors with the Dolphins, but they've they've been scoring a couple defensive touchdowns in these kind of games to help them win. Um, at some point, that levels off a little bit. You don't get all the turnovers, and, and it comes down to what can your offense do. Miami's ranked 28th in yards per game on offense. Um, their defense has been holding them up. Uh, I, I like the Chargers' offense here to be able to move the ball. I, I really uh, I, I like their team total over 23 and a half in this game. They've they've been scoring around 30 the last few weeks. Uh, so I'll be I'll be betting that, and I'll put a sprinkle on the money line as well. And I think it's going to be a really entertaining game. Well, uh, I I think one thing there, Phil, and not to cut you off, I think you hit the nail on the head. You kind of have to expect the unexpected in the NFL. So from that. From that perspective, you know, I uh, I don't mind the pick, and, and it's not out of the ordinary, certainly. <laughs> Last game, the 6-2 and two Baltimore Ravens at the 3-5 and five New England Patriots. Yes, the 3-5 and five New England Patriots. The Ravens, <laughs> the Ravens are favored by 7. The over-under is a very small total at 43.5. Uh, both these teams are 3-4 and four against the spread. Mark, how happy are you about the three and five Patriots? Well, <laughs> as a Colts I, fan, a, a, as a as a uh, you know, I I think I have enough self awareness to call myself a Colts homer. That being said, um, you, you know, I I, I truly don't. Uh, I mean, it's unfortunate. I think if you look at the when we got off to the when the year began. Obviously, Cam Newton was playing some pretty good football early on. And, you know, it was almost as if a lot of the, uh, the national, national media was talking about well, who, you know, the kind of the, the, the wording they used was who won the divorce. Was it, was it New England or was it Tom Brady? And it looked early on as if uh, New England was ahead. And, um, you know, so that being said, uh, we have fun with the... Uh, you know the 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 old Colts Patriots rivalry. You can't you can't question Bill Belichick's record. Um, you know this game in particular. Uh, obviously, uh, you know the smart money, if you will, I think could be in Baltimore. I, I read a stat uh, this week that that floored me. Um, the Ravens, after they beat uh, they beat my Colts last week, that was actually their ninth consecutive road win. So. I think uh, you know as they head into Foxborough Sunday night, um, they've got a lot of lot of confidence, and as you know, Phil, um, you know that can be huge. I think personally, um, you know, a, a safe bet in this game. I love the over. Um, I just think that you have two offenses, one in particular with with Baltimore led by Lamar Jackson. You know, they have a lot of weapons. Um, you know, can score quickly. That being said, I, I, I think Cam Newton proved Sunday night, albeit against the Jets, you know, they can put up points when needed. Um, I would say I love the over in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, also like the like the Pats getting, getting plus seven. I just think that Sunday night football um, in Foxborough, you know, I haven't seen the forecast yet, but that said, I think it's going to be one of those chilly late fall nights i i just uh yeah you know i i love the pats and the points 
Yeah, I actually agree with you here. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Pats and, and the seven as well. Um, I, I the Ravens are so stout defensively; they only give up 17.8 points a game. Um, but the Pats have a pretty solid defense as well, and um, the Ravens have have played well, but they're they're not quite the team they were at least offensively that they were last year. I, I think usually in this league, you know, especially with young quarterbacks, if there's success, there's usually a blueprint on how to stop them. And I think I don't want to say Lamar's being stopped, but he's being slowed down a little bit. Um, and I think defensively the Pats have enough to, to kind of keep this close. Uh, I like the plus seven. Um, I don't know about the total myself. I'm, I'm, I'm still a little skeptical, so I, I'll probably stay away from that. Um, but should be a, it should be a challenging game for them. I also think if you if you want just as a parlay piece, you know the, the, the Ravens money line, you know you could throw that in a parlay and you, it would probably be fairly safe as well. Um, Mark, two segments left here that I want to get to. Um, one, I call it the prop of the week. It could be a player prop, team prop. Um, and it's something that you feel really solidly about. And uh, mine for this week is going to be the Green Bay Packers, their first half team total. And that's going to be over 16.5 points against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are defensively giving up 31 points a game. Um, and the Packers are one of the best offenses in the league. In their six wins, they've averaged over 30 points a game. And uh, Aaron Rodgers destroys bad defenses and bad teams. It's a fact. It's proven. Um, so I love them scoring at least 17 points in the first half of this game. That is my lock of the week. Well, I, I think you're spot on there, Phil. I mean, it's it's – it's so apparent that uh, that Aaron Rodgers. I think I don't. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was, um, you know, last season. Of course, obviously they were they were kind of riddled with injury. I love um, I love that bet. You know, I think Jacksonville. When you look at them, uh, you know how quickly they went from that vaunted Saxonville defense to uh, <laughs> you know to to next to nothing. Um, yeah. I, I think you're spot on there, and I and I love that as your prop of the week. Uh, since Devontae Adams has come back, that offense has taken it to another level. And by the way, if you want a fun prop bet, Devontae Adams' first touchdown, uh, he has scored the first touchdown in their last three games. And uh, the, these first touchdown bets, Mark, they're, they're super profitable. You can get them at plus seven, eight hundred. Even a plus a thousand, uh, and they're really fun. They're they're a bit random, but Adams three straight games and against a bad defense, it, it's got a good chance. So that's something else I, I would I would be willing to put a few bucks on. Yeah, and, and you know I actually played a little bit, um, you know, Fanduel right now. Obviously, all of your all of your listeners have their preferred mm -hmm. um, betting platforms. That being said, one one that I personally love with Fanduel. They offer a, um, it, it's basically a same game three leg parlay. And again, we're only talking, they do cap it at $10. Mm -hmm. That being said, uh, I think you can get, uh, it, it's, it's literally a can't miss bet as, you know, if you lose it, 
uh, you know, your money's going to re be refunded up to $10. That being said, you know, I took... Oh, and I shouldn't have brought it up. Not, uh, not realizing, but I did. I did take a, uh, I, I did take a first touchdown score recently, and uh, had a, had a nice little win. So I, I'm, I'm with you 100 percent there on that uh, first touchdown score. Yeah, it's something you can't bank on every, you know, week to week because it's, it, it is hard to predict. But uh, you know, if you hit a couple of those throughout the season, you're, you're going to come way ahead. So, um, lastly. Um, Par three team parlay of the week, and uh, I, I really scouted this out because I love parlays. I'm I, I'm addicted to them. If I if 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 I win two out of every five parlays, I, I'm I'm gonna still come out pretty decently ahead. And any anything above that, I'm doing really well. So uh, I like to I like to tease it, you know, tease these lines in a certain fashion to get them to where I like. So. We got the Packers who are favored by 13 points. I'm going to tease that down to minus six and a half. So they just got to win by a touchdown. Um, I, I, that Bills Cardinals game that we talked about earlier, I'm going to tease the Bills from two and a half to seven and a half. And so the Bills get seven and a half points. And the final leg is the Saints money line. So they just got to beat the 49ers who are shorthanded, um, they're struggling. And uh, the Saints seem to be turning it on. So that that three leg parlay is at plus one forty two. Uh, that is a fifty dollar bet to win a total of one twenty. So a seventy dollar profit. Tell me what leg loses. <laughs> you know, I, I I don't think I I think something that uh, you mentioned obviously your strategy with teasing the points. I I. As I, I should say this, Phil, as much as I want to disagree, I can't disagree with any of those. I think, obviously, <laughs> um, you know, teasing uh, the Packers down to six and a half, I, I think, I dare say, you could even be more aggressive than that. Of you course, could. You, yeah. know, it's, um, you know, it's your bet, and, and, and I certainly have been there. Um, that said, you know, I love, I love that first leg to hit. Uh, it, if there's any, uh, trepidation on this one, I, I would say it's your, it's your second leg at the bills, uh, plus seven and a half. Um, I, I can't pinpoint it and, and, you know, I don't have the analytics. I just, am still, it's a gut uh, feeling. I, I'm yeah. still, uh, the, the, the jury's still out on Josh Allen. That said, you know, if, if Arizona gets it going, you know, I, I could see them winning that game by double digits. And then, of course, the uh, yeah. the, the third leg, you know, I love, um, you know, I, I love the Saints on the money line. Uh, I, I think if there's any such thing as a as a sure bet, um, you know, that's pretty darn close with, with what uh, San Francisco and Kyle Shanahan are dealing with right now. I will be happy to report back on this one next week and, and see where it landed, but I will, I will be betting it. And it's, it's, I mean, this, this is a real thing that I'm going to be doing. So, um, Mark, what do you get? What else you got on week 10? Any, any final thoughts, any final bets? What do you think? No, I mean, I, I would say, um, I would say of course, not just, uh, not just from, from my, uh, you know, fanhood perspective, but, but I am interested in uh, in this Colts matchup, obviously we'll we'll find out more information soon. Um, I I think it's really a crossroads game for Indianapolis. Just being that, uh, you know, knowing how last year has went, you know, got off to the quick start and then 
you know couldn't kind of find their uh, find the rhythm down the stretch. You know, I'm I'm really anxious to watch Philip Rivers again. Big uh, big divisional game. Obviously, the Colts will will see the Titans again here in the near future. But um, that said, I, I've really got my eye on this one for for multiple reasons. I think too a crucial game for uh, T.Y. Hilton. Obviously. Yeah. For any uh, any Colts fans, we all know that the uh, you know we all know about the production Ty had in the Andrew Luck era. That being said, he's really kind of struggled now. Is that is that a testament to Andrew Luck, or is uh, is Ty that good of a player and just has battled this injury bug? So I think kind of a crossroads game for Ty tonight. Uh, it looks like he's active. Um, you know, really interesting to see. How Ty performs and Philip and see if Philip Rivers can sort of develop any chemistry with him. Big divisional game, as you said. They they play again in I think two weeks, so they play two out of three, and uh, so these two matchups are going to be uh, a huge determining factor who's going to win this division. So we are wrapping up right before kickoff, so this will go up after the game and we'll, we'll see if it's a, a Colts win or if the Titans can, you know, kind of pull a little bit ahead in that division. So, um, Mark, I expect you to be a frequent guest on the podcast with your NFL knowledge, your, your golf knowledge. We'll definitely get you on for a golf podcast here soon. And, uh, just want to thank you for joining us. Yeah, no, again, again, Phil, thanks so much for having me and I wish you nothing but, uh, success going forward here with uh, with the show and I'll look forward to uh, anytime you reach out everyone thank you for listening to the second episode of your best bets I hope you enjoy week 10 of the NFL and we will see you next time